Se me le mambo para que mi gata prenda los motores. Yo. Hey, yo. Welcome to the Just Snore Pod. Los Gooch. Que lo que mi gente. We back. We in better moods. I don't. I don't want to fist fight Flaco right now. Not so yet. we back. We all good. We still friends. It's all love. Last Maybe. episode, they get spicy. They get spicy. Couple messages. Yo, y'all good? Yeah. So, so we good. good. We doing good. You know, good we can take a bro. breather. You know, good distance job. makes the heart grow fonder and shit. I had, to, I had to physically take a step back from my desk after that episode. So. Yeah, to go for a couple know. walks for real, for real. Gotta take a jog and shit. Know. You said a couple. Know. My man, you training for a marathon with that anger. You know what I'm saying? I'm walking outside, arch my back, looking like a carrier. That's why. That's why. He oh. got them, that's why he got them cakey sweats on. He trying to sweat some more tight sweats. You know double, double caked up on the Sunday. <laughs> anyway, this week we talking about a couple things. I don't know. I feel like maybe we talked about this in like our earlier episodes, but we are Puerto Rican as fuck on this podcast. Como el coqui, coño. Okay. I don't know. So, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna try. I was, gonna try I was to feeling do it, it man, but I was like, my voice gonna crack, so I'm gonna sound off. <laughs> nah, but uh, all this being said, if you know anybody who's Puerto Rican, you know they're probably the most proud people you have ever met in your life. Really, I feel like this goes to speak for the entire Hispanic community. We're being yeah. like honest, but you you know somebody Puerto Rican looking in their car. They got, got a, flag a flag always, the fucking bandera, you know what I'm saying? Whenever we born, you're just giving a flag automatically. Like, yeah. you're going to rep this shit no matter what. You'll put it and, in the car. Yeah. And we see y'all culture vultures, because it be the ones that's not Puerto Rican that be trying to act Puerto Rican. We see y'all with the Anuel haircuts, oh. a bunch of and shit. I see y'all. No, Let's faltan no sazón, okay? Let's mm. faltan sazón. It's okay if y'all want to be us, but y'all not us. Okay. That being said, talking about sazón. Uh-huh. Everybody, okay. Let's talk about the man, the myth, the legend, Benito Antonio Martinez Ocasio, Bad Bunny, Puerto Bonet. Rican King. I love that man. Puerto icon. Rican King, icon. He can do no wrong. This man is larger than life. He's so he's so larger than life that he has exceeded expectations he's for a while it felt like you know it was something just for us it was just for puerto ricans and now everybody and their mom want to be puerto rican because they want a piece of benito antonio martino ocasio because it don't matter the language either i know like i feel like a lot of the fans have no clue what the fuck he's saying but still out there jamming with it and that's Yo, the beauty. That's the beauty. This man of got so much does. clout, like that Drake was a feature on his song, and Drake was rapping and singing in Spanish. Bad Bunny was like, "You're not doing no English shit on this track, my man." He said it himself. He makes his music for Puerto Rico. He is very proud of his culture. He is proud of where he comes from, and he's done a lot for said culture. He has done a lot from challenging cultural norms and. What what song was it? Where in the music video, I don't know if it was Safa. No, it was Yo Perreo Sola. There he we was, go. Yep. yep. He was he was dressed as a drag queen. Still, people a hated that. Still a baddie. That's the thing. Bad Bunny is doing a lot of things for the culture that is very conservative, and he's challenging it by showcasing his gender fluidity. He's painting his nails. He's going against that machismo culture, which we love to see. What has he been up to in recent days? What has he been doing? 
in on the island of Puerto Rico? Tell me. Tell me everything. Anybody. I got it. So Benito recently dropped his album, if you guys are living under a cave, called Un Verano Sin Ti, which is an absolute certified banger. Number one, number one album on, on Spotify has si been no there. A billion streams. Uh, no so you know, Bad Bunny. Exactly. Si tu quieres te busco, donde quieres tu vida. All right, all right. All right, anyways, anyways, anyways. So this man, like Rez said, he he's for the culture, he's for his people. When he announced his tour for your uh, Un Verano Sinti, he specified that he wanted to do start the tour basically in Puerto Rico and at Chili's Hill. So the man has done just about everything. He said, I'm going to start it off in Puerto Rico because Puerto Rico basically started me off. This is my home. This is my island. I want to dedicate Period. this tour to them. So when he started it off, he basically packed out the stadium, made it to a way where nobody, you know, scalpers aren't getting it. Resellers aren't getting it. People have to actually show up to a the stadium. A true king, bro. A true king. A More true artists king. need to follow suit. More artists need to follow that type movement. It, sure. it, it, I think only, only that's a topic for another day. I think Benito can only do that in Puerto Rico because whatever. It's just the way it works. But he made it to where you have to actually go to the stadium and buy paper tickets. So you had people camping out for, I'm talking about three days before, you know, the, the tickets went live. And Benito's just such a king that the people that were camping out, because he didn't want his own people camping out, he treated them to free tickets. Everybody that was just waiting in line, like, I want to say 48 hours before he had one of his representatives go and just say, hey, since you guys are waiting, you know, Benito doesn't want this. He doesn't want you guys just waiting in line. I'm going to treat everybody to free tickets. And hey. just everybody's losing their mind. Whatever. Love that, man. Hey. So, so concert starts, right? You have just about all the stars. It, it, one, it doesn't even look like a concert. It looks like a whole party. Like, it looks like he's starting Facts. a party and, and just, like, enjoying the presence with his people and just connecting. It, I've never met an artist, if you've been to a, a Benito concert, I've never met an artist that's more in tune with his fan base. Like, he Period. he connects with his fan base at, at such a deep, deep level to where you feel like you personally know this man. So, concert starts, he's singing, you know, everybody's losing their minds. He's bringing out the likes of Joel Irandi, Alcángel, um you know, Biano Antiano, like, like a, a bunch of people. Tony Dice. Tony Dice. Not only that, because he's such a man of the culture, he lets legends like Tony Dice go up and, and Chencho, like he lets them go up and they'll perform songs that were absolute hits when he was growing up and when he was a fan of theirs. Same thing with Joey Lirandi. And he's singing along with them and, and giving them their own spotlight. Kind of like as a tribute to Puerto Rico. Oh my God. And, and it gives me chills just talking about it. It gives me chills just talking about it. And you watch it and, you know, mind you, I'm watching it from over here in Jacksonville, Florida, and it's on Telemundo for free. Mind you, another thing too is that he cast to Puerto Rico for free. So there's people in Ponce, there's people in Bayamón, there's people One in San Juan that are watching it in parks, <laughs> that are watching it in parks on a live screen and there's still crowds of people just watching it through a tv screen outside that's what he did that's what he did for the island, i want bro. i want to tell you i want to tell you something and i know a lot of people maybe a lot of people might take this personal but i think benito has already eclipsed daddy yankee a hundred percent ten times bro. over ten times over man ten times over only because yes daddy yankee's like uh he's one of the goats and he's a pioneer for reggaeton but i think 
Bad Bunny has done it to where he's basically elevated the culture of Puerto Rico above and beyond everything else. There is no, there is nobody no, like Bad nobody Bunny. There is no artist like nobody. Bad Bunny. Nobody. I think, I think part of that thing, I think that's part of his greatness, his ability, especially, I mean, if you hop on TikTok or Instagram reels, like his music is being used a ton with yep. Latin A folks, with white folks, black folks, like they catch the vibe. And I think that's one of his biggest strengths. Like he makes you feel comfortable. Like, you know, you just walking into someone's like some Thea's like living mm -hmm. room and they blast. You're like, oh, OK, this shit I'm vibing with. And I think it's just growing. He's not even what? He's in his mid-20s right he's now? He's our age, bro. He's 28. He, he said it himself. He makes music as if only Puerto Ricans were listening. That's how he Which makes is. music. Yeah, like yeah. that's special. That is. Special. I, don't, I don't even think be your take that he's big. Both of y'all saying like he's bigger than Daddy. I think he's he has more of an impact. Like Daddy Yankee, most people that aren't Puerto Rican probably know him from Gasolina or Rompe yeah. or one of those songs. But when you get to the point of Bad Bunny, where you know you're getting 10 billion streams on Spotify, you're eclipsing Drake, who was probably like the Canadian version where he kind of blows up internationally. Like, I feel like if Bad Bunny picks any spot in the world, no matter what, he's going to sell yeah, they that know out. Him. They know yeah. him. Yeah. 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 That's what we're saying. He's eclipsed. He's eclipsed Daddy Yankee. He's he's 100 percent already. He's eclipsed every other artist in the world, if we're being honest, he's to be the number numbers. one streamed artist on Spotify, bro. Yeah. Like. That's it. It's like that reach. It's not That's, an argument. It's you know, like it's just fact. It's fact. It, it Everybody really knows is. who he is. Everybody. Because you talk numbers, all the numbers back up Benito. Like no matter how you view them, if you try to like convert, you know, CD sales, cassette sales into what streamings would look like, there's not really a competition. I mean, the numbers are deafening to just look at. Um, and I think another thing is kind of he's a businessman too. He owns. He's a part owner of the basketball team in puerto rico he goes to the games like he really and they want a chip like two years ago yeah. and he's about supporting la gente like whatever is to help that community to get more exposure um i know in looking into like bad bunny just seeing what people write about him it's like now people want to dick ride the culture because bad bunny has made it so cool and so you know, seamlessly into our own pop culture. Everyone wants to dick eat on whether it's the style, whether it's the, you know, the type of music, the the beats that are included in his music. More artists are just going to try to kind of ride that wave. And I feel like that's like an indicator of you being an icon where people are mimicking your either playbook on how you got there or the music type or the right. style. He's laying it out to be one of the most iconic artists of, you know, the 21st century where he's going to be, you know, Michael Jackson, of course, kind of hits that icon status back in the day. I know my mom was obsessed like with that. I think Benito's taking yeah. the role with people our age is going to be like, oh, shit. You remember when Bad Bunny like started, was really getting momentum. And now everyone like your kids, kids is like, yo, that John's still tough. Or I feel like this is that legacy. We're in the probably in the first 25 to 30 percent of his legacy because he'll probably still go for the next hopefully fingers crossed like 10 plus years just like daddy yankee went so he's what almost 50 now if he continues yeah. on that i mean biggest artist in pr in the i mean he's talking those type numbers he has that he has that mj effect for sure i mean it 
the last concert I went to for my birthday um, in March, I think I said this uh, a couple of episodes back when he came out on top of the bus and it was just pure silence. Like he wasn't saying anything into the mic and people were like losing their minds and just chanting his name. And he hasn't said a word. He hasn't even like grabbed the mic and said like Orlando or we're Miami at the time. He was, he ain't say nothing. He ain't say nothing. And people were just like losing it. Um, it, He's getting to that point. Like he's getting to that point where we can, we can kind of like address him as like the MJ of our generation. And I'm not saying this like on any type of just like, bias or, or any type of vibes like that like it, it's just an absolute truth man the the dude is doing massive numbers drake drake being one of them like as much as people hate drake and whatnot for being like a, a sing-song he, do, he rapper, do numbers he do numbers he's we don't have to consider him like a, as one of the goats and bad bunny is killing his numbers absolutely mopping the floor with drake and you know how hard that is to do that with a language barrier exactly i feel like that's like people aren't really thinking like, about that enough isn't that that's fucking crazy that bad like, buddy's eclipse and drake and it he only speaks spanish bro that's it that's i'm it. dead ass sitting here they over here talking i'm dead ass sitting here smiling biggest shit i'm just so proud i'm like so proud to be puerto rican like i was already proud and bad bunny makes me even prouder because it's just like i already knew we had it like this i already mm-hmm. knew that mm-hmm. like that's something to be proud of. And a side note, actually, this came up like late breaking like a couple days ago, but I'm sure y'all seen the drama with Bad Bunny kissing some girl at his after party. And I think Puerto Rico. Have y'all seen that? Oh, yeah. yeah. I seen yeah, it. I seen, like, he, I seen like three alternative yeah, angles. Yeah, I seen like four different makeup. angles. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Because he, he kissed some girl. Also, to be clear, he's not dating Gabriela. That is just his very close friend. And open relationship, whatever you want to call open it. Relationship, whatever. We're in 2022. Yeah. Let's so, you know. Yeah, but the girl, the girls, the girls' man was mad as shit. But it's also just like, bro, bad bunny over here trying to kiss your girl. Yo, yeah, like how would I it be mad? It. Right, like I get it, like I <laughs> get it, but also like it's it's bad bunny. You gotta let it go. Let that hate go. You ain't never gonna win at that. Right. You're really bad not bunny gonna not gonna that. respond to you. You're you don't want to smoke. You don't want to smoke with bad bunny. I feel like I feel like with Steph. Hey, if Benito come to me on some freak shit, say last. If he come to her on some freak shit, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just gotta let it rock. We just gotta let it rock. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, not to not to throw us off, but I just I have felt like I had to mention it because there will be no Benito Antonio Martinez Ocasio slander on this podcast. Period. No, and, not, it will not. Kinda, it will not be tolerated. He's at not that at point. All. He's at that point too, where there's nothing he does wrong, and I mean that we're in like a big kind of culture where you know we see everything, like him hooking up with somebody at the club. He's never done anything to disrespect a certain culture, or, you know, piss off a certain group of fans. He's been pretty like a great role model really overall and like how to be an artist that hits he every was raised democratic right. you know what I'm saying? He was I, lo- I love those throwback pictures of him like when he was in high school and, uh, and like middle school i've seen it's like this regular you'd have seen him a hundred times over and he made it out that's that's the toughest shit i love that shit i love hearing that shit he was in a recent interview um just uh kind of like wrap this up but he was in a recent interview uh he Basically, he was talking about his whole team, like everybody that surrounds him or whatever. His whole team, like down to like the accountant, like his promoter, all that are all his close friends that he went to high school with. 
That's literally all, all his close friends, like his his close circle, the people that he that works for him are like his friends that he grew up with. Like he has a homeboy that's his promoter that he's known since he was five years old. And all he did was just put him on. Like you don't even see him, you don't even know him, but he says, Yeah, I put him on. Like he he promotes all most of my stuff and basically he pays him for it. And anytime how can you not travel, respect that? Bro, the man is is legendary and to the point where I mean, he he does this concert for his people in in Puerto Rico. Um, he supports them to the point where it's just like, bro, it's, it's mind boggling how he he does this and does it in such a way to where it comes out damn near perfect for his people. Um, and then the level of excellency and everything. Recently, he was saying at the concert that it, it sucks. It sucks that in puerto rico for him to throw a concert in that magnitude he has to install 15 power plants because the electrical grid in puerto rico is so bad and the company that they just signed on called luma luma really honestly he was trying to work hand in hand with them to trying to make this thing happen because obviously he wanted to be for puerto rico endorsed by puerto rico everything but just luma wasn't backing it up so he went into his own pockets and paid for these plants to be installed just so he can bring that service out to his people um one question i had for you guys what do y'all think about puerto rico's standing right now like as an island like how how they're going with their electrical power you know talking about how the people are set up kind of just it's a little bit of poverty that's going on in our island like the, i mean yeah. yeah i mean the thing is is none of this is like new i feel like it's kind of like we've been talking about like right puerto, puerto rico always been on the map a bad bunny really put puerto rico on the map and like mm-hmm. we're just not now like shedding light on problems that have existed there for a minute like you think back to when trump was president and right. after hurricane maria it was hurricane maria right that he went to puerto rico and was literally tossing Shooting. paper towel rolls at yeah, the paper towels he like he didn't want to touch them like this is yeah. not this is not a new thing and i think it really goes back to essentially like how how we got here as an island like becoming a u.s territory like if we were to go all the way back like puerto rico puerto rico has never really had like true true independence like it it was existing on its own until like christopher columbus came around uh gave it to spain then u.s took over we had to essentially beg for rights if we were going to be a u.s territory we were given a representative in congress that can't vote so it's like it's it's all it's all bullshit. So then where does that leave us? That leaves us as this U.S. territory that seemingly gets the benefits of the from the United States, but actually doesn't. We don't have a voice in the government. We have to abide by U.S. laws. We have to abide by whoever's, you know, elected president, even though they don't get a say like the place is fucked up. And it's because, uh, to be honest, the United States doesn't care. And that's just like what it comes down to like it's not a priority yeah i think you you touched on it perfectly with saying bad bunny being there puts a magnifying glass on the issues that are there the issues that are prevalent there um there was a great quote while i was doing research that it's that described puerto rico as a state governed without the consent of the government where they have a a government in place but the U.S. is pretty much big brother saying, hey, that's great. You're doing this. But if we don't approve it, if we don't say it's OK, then that's not going to happen. And it's so almost hypocritical to say 
you know, we are giving you all these liberties of being associated with the U.S. and, you know, relief money that isn't properly used, which will get into the corruption element of Puerto Rico itself. But there's just a long history of the only reason U.S. was even interested in PR was for military purposes because it's in the Caribbean. Without that benefit, the U.S. would have been another island. It's whatever. And I think that's where this growing problem of like the last 100 years of Puerto Rico hasn't been given the opportunity to figure itself out, to be a self-contained government, to really work for the people, because no matter what, they have to go ask the U.S. or see if the U.S. will permit X, Y, and Z, um, whether it's funding to go to certain areas, whether it's the public um, funding of parks or the conservatories down there. It's just always this back and forth where they don't really get a say in anything. And remember, they're not a state. We haven't even given them that type of privilege to be a state. Right. So we can't have this argument because I've seen the argument. Well, oh, you know, the states in the U.S., they're not even on the same with statehood. So we can't even have that discussion. I just think that as we get into it and as more eyes get pointed toward Puerto Rico, more people are going to realize what the fuck is going on. Like legitimately, what is going on with the people who run it, how things are run, the systems in place, where money goes, why certain elected officials are even put in positions of power. Wink, wink. The U.S. has influence over a lot of that, over who gets into power, over who gets this government job. The U.S. has influence on that. The U.S. did it in the D.R., the U.S. did it in almost every Caribbean island area since the early 1900s. So, I mean, there's a lot to kind of dig in on. But I think having everyone look at this is what he had to do to put a concert on. Wait, why is that? It opens up Pandora's box into well, what else is behind this in the box? What's behind the curtain? And it's 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 sickening. It's It really is sickening at its basic form. It is. And it's the thing. Like, it's all... It's all based on military desires and it's based on money too. Like you think about um the the whole Spain wanted like sugarcane to be coming out of Puerto Rico. That that was like the moneymaker there. And then I think it was in the with in the New Deal, I think with FDR or one of the Roosevelt's, whoever the fuck. Um, but they he decided to to turn Puerto Rico into a manufacturing island, which then like left it left a, a bunch of people without jobs because they were working in the fields and now they had to like flock to the big to the bigger cities in, in Puerto Rico in order to have a job and then that's what kind of like started like the mass exodus from Puerto Rico onto the mainland of the United States and it's actually like really fucking nuts because I think it was a couple years ago that the Puerto Rican government put up in elections like sh- what should we do should we be independent should we remain a territory or should we become a state and an overwhelming 97% of people who voted chose statehood. However, it's 2022. And you think about um, like there are families there who are not getting the same benefits as regular American citizens who live in the States. Like they like, there's this um, there's this Supreme court case called us versus Vallejo Madero um, where Congress constitutionally is allowed to treat territorial residents differently when extending federal benefits, which means people who are living with chronic diseases in Puerto Rico, like 
don't really get any money. They get money from a temporary program for low-income families versus getting the support from the federal government. Like, there is some kind of loophole that the U.S. government is taking advantage of in order to continue keeping money from Puerto Rico because, again, it's not a priority. If Puerto Rico goes underwater, I guarantee the United States is not going to give a fuck. Would not give How- a flying fuck. However, however, kind of circling back to Bad Bunny, he notes this in one of his songs, like, People are coming to the island, buying up all of the property along the beach, trying to kick people like they're they're causing gentrification on the island because now everybody wants to be on like they want to be in Puerto Rico. So they're kicking out the residents. They're trying to buy up all of these properties. And Bad Bunny speaks a lot to that in his new album, Un Verano Sin Ti. He talks about how <laughs> le gusta la, la chocha de Puerto Rico. Like everybody wants to be in Puerto Rico shit, but like the residents don't want them there. They want them to leave. Like there's no electricity there. They don't they're not getting benefits. And all of a sudden, everybody and their mom coming to the island, getting whatever benefits they need because they got the money and the U.S. literally can't even give that to its alleged citizens. Yeah, over 90 percent. I read somewhere where it says over 90 percent of Puerto Rico's public is uh, receiving like low income like benefits, like, you know, some of them receiving SSI and stuff like that. Yeah. So the whole thing about Puerto Rico is that their minimum wage just now, I mean, here in the States, there's a lot of States that are touching minimum wage, you know, where it's mandatory is at 15. Some people are at 20. Some people, you know, like we're ranging between 15 and 20 here in the States. Puerto Rico just touched $8 for minimum wage. $8, bro. $8. I was at $8 in 2012 when I graduated high school. So that for nothing, they're not paying for nothing, bro. Like, and it sucks because I still have, you know, well, I really don't have that much family over there. The family that that I got is on my dad's side, but on my mom's side of the family, like my cousin moved down over here and I asked him, I'm like, bro, you know, he was working at a, at a bakery or whatever, panaderia is what they call it. He was working over there and um, I asked him, I was like, bro, how much were you making like a week? And he was like, well, we were making like maybe 200 bucks a week. 200 bucks nah. a week and you gotta pay for your electrical you know water i mean some people they don't even pay for water they just go to rio mm-hmm. and just bring buckets back that's how they wash their clothes it's 2022 bro it's 2022 still you still going got... to the river like right they're washing their clothes with the with the river water and like a little bit of detergent that they could buy at the supermarket like you see what i'm saying bro it's just it's crazy it's crazy how fucking backwards country is man and like you want the u.s territory and give them like any type of benefits and shit like that and then giving them a debt that they can't even pay off puerto rico's in debt by 54.5 billion dollars billion with a b billion dollars and this is all started from like picking up municipal bonds like whenever they were bought out by the united states they were like oh cool you're part of the united states now you're not an actual state but you're a territory you're probably going to need an electrical grid, right? We'll give that to you, but you got to pay us back. Oh, you need a trash service, right? Oh, we need to make state parks. We need to build cities. We need to do this. We need to do that. But remember, you have to pay us back for this. And so this is all shit that like Puerto Rico never asked for. Now we're now sitting at $54.5 billion in debt. You hear that number, like that debt's ridiculous, right? But I think kind of all our points have touched on the mismanagement of money Mm -hmm. across Mm. the board. 
mm-hmm. um, money not being funneled into the proper sections, the proper communities, or at least not properly done. Right. And, you know, of course, when you hear numbers of, oh, they're donating to Puerto Rico, oh, you know, the taxes that people pay, go just because it's intended to go somewhere does not mean that it gets there. Right. There are there are people with powerful positions that sign contracts with, you know, private contractors that funnel money away from the actual people. Now, we're upset because we hear, you know, the not being paid livable wages. Going back to what Rez brought up about people coming into the island. Isn't it crazy that non-PR residents get tax breaks to move to the island? Now, why is that? That sounds like rule number one in the OG colonizer rule book. You bring an influx of people not from the area into the area to quote unquote raise, you know, the tax bracket to bring more money. So, so, but what happens to the people there? They instantly get pushed out. They get moved out. They can't afford to live on the island. They might have to come to, I mean, I heard a number a couple of years ago where New York has more Puerto Ricans than the island at this point, because so many Mm -hmm. families have been just pushed out with lack of job opportunity, lack of resources that they have to come to the U.S. because of how fucked up everything is over there. It's just, it's sickening to see that there's no care for the people of the island. Yet everyone tries to glorify, oh, y'all have this, y'all have that. Do y'all see the reality past the resort you visit? Do you see the reality past that dumbass boat trip you plan down there? Because I see that shit on Instagram all the time. Oh, Puerto Rico's this... But y'all seen the trenches down there, right? Y'all see the people working at some of them folks that are grinding crazy hours to afford minimum wage and afford a living. Like, I think people need to burst their fucking bubble a little bit and realize shit shit ain't all sweet down there. It's not. And it's ridiculous to think that. And that just goes with another quote. And again, I dove into a giant kind of documentary hole, but they're calling Puerto Rico a fiscal paradise for rich people. Because of those tax breaks, because of comparative to a lot of places in the U.S., they don't have to pay as many taxes. Why are you giving tax breaks to non-native Puerto Ricans? It just doesn't make sense. And again, this stems from anytime there's a national disaster, too. It is exemplified. It is amplified all over how bad the situation is. And Americans, let's send more money or you get our tax just because they say it. It does not mean that it happens. And I need people to break from that fucking thought process that just because these fancy people in suits say it, it does not mean it always happens. It does not mean it's going to go to the people who actually fucking need it. So I just I, my biggest point in, in us opening up this discussion is for people to pull the blinds off their eyes and really start looking at the situation down there because the government's in turmoil. They just kicked the governor out a couple years ago. The one now was, you know, investigated for a whole like flu of irregularities and shit. So I just I want people to pay attention, especially if you know you're getting into the culture, want to know more. Yo, realize that hey, you can help or just get more informed overall on the subject because this shit is fucked. I don't have any. It's fucked. Exactly. Honestly. There's a lot to really dig into when it comes to Puerto Rico. Um, it would be impossible for us for us to touch on everything today, but just know moving forward, this is just like it's just the tip of the iceberg. And in future episodes, we'll be going into the the African diaspora, which you know 
leads into the Puerto Rican diaspora, how, you know, so many, you know, Puerto Ricans settled in New York, the history of the Puerto Rican flag, what that means. We get into all of the shit around Puerto Rico since everybody and their mom wish they were Puerto Rican now. You want to be Puerto Rican, you better care about the fucking problems facing the culture. Period. Period. Stamped. Stamped. Everybody want to be Puerto Rican when it's cool, but not when we're like suffering and shit. You no, know? when we're struggling. Everybody want to go visit them hotspots, some tourist hotspots. It's, it's similar with other with other Caribbean countries too. You think about Haiti and the Dominican Republic. Think about right. some of the some of the more uh poverty areas in Mexico as well. Like, well, we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into it, but I think that's I think that's all we got for, for Puerto Rico today. We don't wanna end on such a heavy subject. So I'm gonna let Flacco take us to our next topic here. <laughs> so you know, after the heavy subject, we gotta keep it light. So I'm a sucker for reality TV. I'm not gonna hold y'all. I will watch any TLC <laughs> reality show. I will watch any MTV reality show. I eat that shit for every meal. Now, in in watching so much reality TV, I want to know, and I'm going to have y'all get the first bite, of what reality show would you, if it's a competitive one, which competitive reality show would you be in and do you think have a chance at winning? Or if you want to go the route of maybe a more uh, people living together in a house or in a certain area together, a la Jersey Shore, Real Housewives, which one would you pick? Which one would you win? I'm very interested because I think it's very telling which reality show you do pick. So let me let me hear it. Do you want to go first, V, or you want me to go first? <laughs> yeah, I got this one. I got this one. Um, so I got I got three. So oh shit, damn! I'm over, I can't I came in here with a strong one. All right, <laughs> I can't. I, no, honestly, the third one's a joke. I was gonna say I wanted to be in Flavor of Love, but let me stop. Let me stop. You want to be uh-oh. you want to be Flavor Flavor, one of the contestants fighting for his love. I could be either one. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I always thought like, I don't know why, bro. I don't know. But again, I could have been my 12 year old mind that had no business watching that. I was I was like, damn, bro. Flavor Flav got like, bro, he got some baddies, whatnot. I'm looking back at it now like, no, bro. Nah. Like who, he was thinking, who was you was thinking with the wrong head at 12 you years know old. Saying, you was thinking with the wrong one. It happened. <laughs> it happened. But nah. Um the two shows I actually wanted to put. So y'all know, like I, I watch heavy UFC and like, you know, I wrestled in high school and shit like that. And I, I was a taekwondo master oh, at shit. nine years old, you know, resnos. No, no bragging. It's whatever. No bragging. Resnos is I was I was a taekwondo genius, bro. Res giving you the worst face ever. You trying to show this shit off. Res's mitt is crazy right let now. Let me let me let me let me like pull back the curtains y'all res used to whoop my ass in taekwondo <laughs> <laughs> i was always real little res used to boy beat beat bop my ass anyways so two shows first one ufc one uh this is a reality show called the ultimate fighter where they have i think it's 10 to 16 c- contestants live in a house they have two ufc uh current fighters on the roster be head coaches and then they split up the guys into teams so there's eight fighters on each team and they do a tournament for six weeks until they get to the ultimate fighter and that person gets the person that wins the ultimate fighter tournament ends up getting a contract to the ufc and it's like ends up being like a million dollar contract or something stupid like that but they basically fight their way through their roommates and whatnot but you have to live with those people that you're fighting in a house 
it's crazy. It's so crazy. Now it's kind of whack because it's like everybody's there. They're just like competitors. But before they used to say some wild shit. Um, so you would be like cook. So like someone would be like cooking breakfast next to the bull. They about to knock the fuck out for the. Fight yeah, yeah, box. like legit, legit. There was one last season that this bull was like he he was at a. They're having like a, a cookout in the backyard. And it, it was him and the guy that he was going to fight the next day. He's like, hey, bro, you know, I appreciate it, man. You're making some good steak, but just know I'm bringing the heat. Like, I'm going to knock you out. And he was like, hey, man, I, I love the competitiveness. I love the fire, but just know that I'm going to whoop your ass. Like, imagine eating eating steak and then you talking to the person that's going to put a foot in your face the next day. Fuck like, out of here. That, that's Fuck out of here. That's crazy as hell. Anyways. So would you win that show or you just want to be on the show? I don't win that shit. I just had me now, me now, me now. I win that right now. All right, right now. Cool. Like if I, so what are you in? Like, are you in like the featherweight or like the bantamweight? I know you weigh like 110 pounds wet. So like, is there like a weight class to this (laughs) job? I'm just trying to check because I don't want you to fight somebody that's like 200 pounds on this show either. Damn, damn, you know what I'm saying? I I appreciate, I appreciate the compliment. I wish I was 110 pounds. I'm, I'm 165, so. Uh, I probably I probably cut weight to like 130. 130, I'll be bantamweight. That's like my fucking thigh, bro. What the fuck you mean 130? Yeah. 130 is bantamweight, so I probably cut down and fight dudes at 130, so I could just have my power carry down. All right, you know so what, if, what 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 weight division am I in? I'm like 220 right now. You super heavyweight, and I ain't and I ain't cutting for shit. So none of that, none of that. I'm super heavyweight. See that? You see? What, hold, on, hold on, how much you weigh? Me, Rez, Rez, what you weigh? You, no, you. Me, you. I'm two twenty. I'm two twenty. I can I'm tell with the Kirkwood shirt. <laughs> I'm a thick, I'm a thick boy. I be feeling the shit out of my XL shirt. Yeah. So you, I don't even think I qualify for any class. I'm one twenty. You would no legit, legit. You'd be a, you'd be a really slim heavyweight. You'd be a very, very slim heavyweight. You could, if you could, if you anyone cut, ever gonna call me slim? That's the. But you're not, you're not, you're not trying to cut weight, right? Not fucking no cutting. No, because I'm saying if you cut to 205, you'd be a light heavyweight. 205? 15 cut. pounds? What you mean cut? I'm going to just not eat for two weeks? What you, what you mean? It's six weeks. You got six weeks to prepare. Fuck out of no, here. Fuck all that. Fuck all Anyways, that. Next, next one. Next show. I, am, next I show. never fuck with a diet. Never in my life. <laughs> never. I, tell you, I used to hate. I used to fucking hate wrestling. I had to cut weight. Oh, wait. You was arrested. That means you ate like cream cheese and like water for two weeks before a match, right? I used to spit in water bottles, eat like sunflower seeds, and I didn't even eat the sunflower seeds. I'll just suck on it just so I could spit. Pause. Y'all, re- y'all, re- <laughs> <laughs> y'all wrestlers was built different. I remember them folks from high school. They was built different. Nah, bro. I remember one week I cut like six pounds, like in a week. Bro, what? Crazy bro, that's as hell. Un- that's unhealthy. It sounds like it sounds like we need to really focus on the problem with yeah. wrestlers because it seems like we're focusing on <laughs> oh man i got eating I got disorders ammos. which we should but we should maybe also include wrestlers in that conversation i got ammo for i got ammo for that episode that's it for another day but the next reality show that i'd be i'd be super firing is naked and afraid y'all leave me on an island with no underwear on bro just to survive bro Am what I supposed to like assume like yeah right, you right, right bro like, like say, yeah, right. Right. I'm waiting for you I'm waiting for y'all to be like yeah bro you got it you got to support me damn y'all my fan but why okay but I'm why do keep you it, think that why right, do you think I'm gonna keep that, it though? so 100 if you hit the group chat and say yo I put my application for naked and afraid and I'm about to be on XYZ I'm gonna be dipping for like a month I'm like what the fuck are you talking about that's my first reaction so, so you 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 could like build a fire with your hands and shit because I need a lighter yeah. 
yeah. Are you cool with shitting in a, like a tree or something? He a Florida boy. What you mean? You're he right. That That's shit. my fault. That's my fault. Bro, I, I wrestle alligators. Come on now. <laughs> so you really could it. survive. Like you, you, you built like that. Yeah, like I could make like flint that shit. Make a little hut. You know, hunt. Kill some little fish. Damn, bro. You built different. You built different. Hey, ever since I moved down to Florida, I became country as fuck. We know. I respect that. I mean, I, I mean, nature and me, we not, we cool. Kind of like if there's trees around the basketball court outside, like that's the kind of nature I like. But if you asking me to actually go into it and and experience it, I'm a pass respectfully. So I know if I'm ever in trouble, I'm gonna call you up. Be like, yo, what I'm gonna do? How I make this fire? How I make this tent? Though. Also, like my ass crack out, all that. I'm good off that, my G. I couldn't do it. You gotta get into with Mother Nature. But yeah, those are my two shows. I believe shows. you. I believe you. I believe those you. Are my two I'm shows. interested. I'm interested now with Raz got sick because them Jones, the naked and afraid took me back a little bit. I ain't gonna cap to you. That John kind of, oh. Yeah, but actually, you know what? I'm the more I think it. about it, what? it makes sense. The more I think about be saying that, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> That shit don't make sense to me. <laughs> um, I come, I come in real hot. One, sh- one reality show that I could be on and I could win a hundred percent. Wipeout. Okay. Uh, I don't watch. Is Wipeout a reality show? Yeah. Is it for? It's not Are fake. Because it's, it's. I mean, I know people. it's not fake, but I thought like they do. I thought reality shows is like people that's like part of the show for like. A, a long period of time and you're like interviewing them like getting through yeah but those are like a short that's like a short like reality period because it's like episode by episode but they still do confessionals they got they got hosts like i'll be on wipeout I'll damn on wipeout. now you got me rethinking my shit yeah i would be on wipeout and fuck people up now what would it's your strategy be unathletic people on wipeout like it'd be the like real unathletic but not, no i'm not talking about res i'm not talking about i don't res. know saying, you like, conveniently said that right after no, they no, said it. no 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 but i'm saying res would dominate because they always put in like fucking fat sloppy people like old ass people on wipeout and they'd be eating shit now what's your strategy on wipeout are you going full speed like you just speed running through this. that shit like how what, what, how would you attack a, a obstacle? Yeah, course? so give us the obstacle course. Like like give us that right. exact setup. Illustrate it. All right, all right. So first of all, <laughs> the strategy re- really depends. Um, I'm just looking up what my options are for selection because are you I a have good a couple climber? things in mind. Are you? A yeah, good I got actually? I got arm strength. I got arm strength. Yeah. Can you do a pull up? How many pull ups can you do on a bar? I could probably do like ten. Oh shit! shit. Right. Yeah. That's more than me. I'm boxing right do, now. Dog. I can do it's like three. I'm boxing right now, and it's not just boxing; it's conditioning too. And he be kicking my ass too. Shout out, shout out, uh, Sergio. Uh, shout out one time. But my strategy would really depend. But the one thing that I really be focused on that I really just be annoyed when I'm watching is the is the red balls, the big balls. That's always like the first thing, and it's just like. I don't know. I've been watching this show for so fucking long, and it's just like I'm speeding across the balls. <laughs> I'm speeding across the big balls, all right. And 
in terms of like the ones that like be timed and like should be spinning and you either got to like get past them or get under them. It's all about being patient. You just look at it, see the order of when things are coming and time your your path across based on that. It's not hard. This is also coming from somebody who plays a lot of video games. So I'm used to looking at shit to see how it happens and then waiting for it's the right time. And I say this having done several casino heists on GTA online in recent (laughs) Weeks. Good experience to have. Good experience. Good. experience. You know, hey, that's great. High you know how many situations. hours I've had to put in just for the setup, and then I get in there, and it's all about patience because you can't just run in there aggressive. You have to wait for the security guards, pop, pistol whip, knock them out so that you could keep on moving. Okay, so this is why I would be good at wipeout. The one stipulation though is if I'm not, I'm not the best swimmer. I'm not gonna hold you. I could get to where I'm going, but I'm not the fastest swimmer. So I can't swim. So you're this safe is all I can't right. swim. This is all based on whether or not I time everything correctly so that I'm not falling. Okay. And it's all about picking the right shoes as well. Because people be going on this show with new balances on and shit. I'm taking water <laughs> shoes. Dunks on. I'm taking I'm taking water shoes, okay? I'm wearing water shoes on the wipeout obstacle course, period. Okay. And I'll tell you a show that I could never, that I could never win. Any iteration of The Bachelor or Bachelorette, I could never win that shit. Let's take gender aside real quick. What really pisses me off about that show is that the whole concept is that you bring all of these people of the same gender, right, to a house. And they're all dating the same person. But then somehow we're going to pretend like in the real world, if the person you were dating was dating multiple people, you would be okay with it. And you would be friends with the people who would be dating that person. That is incorrect. Although the bachelor and the bachelorette make it seem like, Oh, we're all dating the same person and we're living in the same house together. So we have to be friends. No, fuck that. That's not how it works. It's a competition. Okay. If at the end of the day is to get to this one person at the end and mind you, a lot of times it's just for social media clout and to become influencers. So like, I feel like some of the times it's not real. But like, that's why I couldn't make it on that show, because I'm not going to sit here and pretend I'm your friend like we're not dating the same person. OK, I don't want to hear about your fucking date. I don't I don't want you to ask me how mine went. It's none of your fucking business. We're not here to be friends. I'm not leaving here with you after the show. Fuck you mean. And this is why I stopped watching this show and also why I could never be on it, because you know what? Also, when Chris Harrison, before he had his little debacle with his racism, that's the host, right? Yeah. But before Chris Harrison had that shit, man, he's such an instigator. And see, I would have I would have to have words with Chris Harrison, too. OK, like I, I that's the thing. I'm too real for this reality show. And that's really what it come down to. That's fair. But catch I me on Wipeout that. and I'm winning that money, period. Your Wipeout comment. If you all ever seen that show, The Floor is Lava on Netflix. I think we'd make a great team on that. On that. Okay, show. yeah, actually. Yeah, yo, yeah, let's look into it. Yo, let's look into it. Just North takes The Floor is Lava, period. I'm just saying. Like, I, I could do all the, like, the jumping shit. Y'all would have to do a lot of the climbing stuff just because I'm not lifting 220 up. That's just, it's not my wheelhouse. But if you need me to jump, I got these long-ass, like, ostrich legs. Yeah, he long. He long. Yeah, okay. he really I'm, is I'm long. A long. I'm a long boy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm disproportionate. My legs size, for sure. My, my, my legs. Yeah. My midsection is definitely longer than my legs. If you look at me for a long time, you'd be like, damn, why is his midsection so long? But, That's so funny. I'm I, I'm the opposite. I got a short ass torso and these really? long ass legs. Yeah, my, man. My torso is like my torso is like three fourths of my body. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ain't so like three fourths of my body. <laughs> I feel like I'm like well proportionate. Like I don't I don't have a long. Yeah, you pretty even. 
Yeah, like, Brian's pretty even. Good. I'm a boring ass bull for real. He's pretty even. You know what I'm saying? So he pretty even. You know, so if someone listening, <laughs> somebody listening from that show, happens on this pot, yo, the Just North group. Yo, we'll apply to that shit. I that as we'll apply to it. Y'all got babies on the way, okay? And I got bills to pay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm saying Let's go. Win a cool like couple couple K, split that, have a good time. All right. So the, the question is, Flocka, what shows what shows would you be on? So in terms of com- competition reality show, I want to be on the circle. Mm-hmm. From the Netflix. Mm-hmm. Circle, circle open chat. Message B. Hey, how's it going? I heard you went through a tough time <laughs> eliminating that person last night. Hope you're willing to talk to me. Smile a face emoji, eye emoji. Thumbs Mind up. You, I have no idea what this is. Like, what is? Oh it's, my it's god! Literally it's on Netflix. Yeah, it, you gotta watch it. So everyone's in it. this uh, kind of apartment complex. It's in London. Everyone has their own apartment. You're dictating speech to a message. It's a system. it's a game of social media. It's essentially like you you can choose if you want to be you or if you want to be someone else. Like you post pictures as if you got a profile and stuff. But the thing is, is like you don't video chat. You never meet anyone it's in person. Text. It's, it's all, all yeah. It's all I've text. watched so much catfish. Yeah. yeah, that I will catfish the fuck to the top. I will say yeah. whatever bullshit because, like, when I watch it, I'm like, why y'all getting feelings for this shit? It's about it's about a check at the end. Mm-hmm. Like I'm finessing. Yeah, B, you no gotta watch it. Watch. It's actually you pretty good. It's like it. a, it's like more of like a. I think as a viewer, like why Brenda, like Brenda and I have watched so many seasons of it is because it's like a psychological thing. Like just to see how people act when games. nobody's when nobody's looking. Yeah, I feel like for me it would depend. Like, de- and when I say depend, what it really depends on is, is my mood because sometimes I really hate people and I really don't be in the fucking mood and I'm not gonna sit here and like I'm not gonna go pet your ego because you having a bad day. But then other times I'm just like, yo, fuck that. It's all about the money and I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. Period. I think that would be fun. Mm-hmm. Not only the experience, but also catfishing the fuck out of people. Yeah, that's a, a pro- good answer. Usually that's people really like usually people catfish like a friend or someone they know. B, I'm using your pictures if I'm on that show to catfish. <laughs> like, yeah, what? He, uh, he got plenty of thirst traps available. For exactly. They're gonna be like, oh, yeah. you, you put a Rick in, okay? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, look, I like to show my side. <laughs> so that Period. would be my competition reality show. My, <laughs> My regular reality show would be one of the Real Housewives shows. <laughs> like, and let me explain my thought process. One, their significant others are the ones that just bring all the bread most of the time, and then they just kind of shop around and like make problems. That's easy as hell for me. <laughs> you said they make problems. So, like, if you want me to just make like a catty comment about something or like a post, that's a sub. Shit. And then we get to argue over dinner, flip a table if we want. Oh my goodness. And you just like the next week pretend it didn't have yo. That would be a dream just because Ooh, yeah. as much as I don't yeah. like drama in my real life, if I could conjure up some drama in other people's lives and just be like, dip out. You toxic. It sounds like it's not like you got some pent up like toxic. You are so I'm, I'm toxic. a nice dude. I'm a nice dude, but I do like stirring the fucking pot up. You're toxic. I'll be. That's I'll be crazy. You're toxic. You don't even. You don't even. Toxic like over person, here, bro. Yo, this is going back to your like first choice, like the circle. I just thought about how fucking hilarious it would be if me and you, or actually if like the three of us together, ended up on a circle and we all use Brian's pictures. <laughs> 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 
it's like, no, I'm the real Brian. Are you Mr. Squidward? The fuck and they're Jewish. like, show me a thigh. <laughs> Are you Mr. Squidward? I'm Mr. Squidward. Yo, that's funny as shit. That's wow, those crazy. are awesome. Really good choices. Yeah. Some really I think everyone's good choices. I think it's very telling all their choices. I think it's very telling. One show yeah, I could never and... last on is Jersey Shore. No, I've been in that never. house. It's too fucking small. That's everyone's too messy, like man. coked up, sleeping with each other, alcoholic. Like I can't have that. There'd be mixes every other night. I feel like, like I could survive it because I really would just mind my business. You know, like I really that's that's not the tight point, though. That's all tight. Point. You know You're not going to get no freedom. You no, tight. but I would. I would mind my business and then be like, damn, but did you see Ronnie the other day at bed? <laughs> and they some freak balls. They was doing it in like the same room sometimes. Like, yeah, I leave. Crazy. I'm all set with that. I'll leave. You know, I leave. Motherfuckers ain't got no shame. I would, I would be the author of the note. For real. I'd be writing notes to everybody in the cast every weekend. I would just take some time aside and be like, all right, so... Last weekend, what had happened was oh, snitching ass. <laughs> yeah, listen, I'm stirring the pot too. That's exactly the environment to be stirring the pot. Shit, shout out to the folks on reality shows now. I mean, I couldn't do it unless it's the floor is lava. Any of those other ones, they be too in your business. Like, chill out. They be too in your business. Doing a lot. The shit though. On the circle too, though. Actually, like they be in these nice ass apartments all by themselves, and I'd be like, yo, I could never make it on this show because I'm not gonna talk to myself. All fucking day. If I'm if having a conversation could, with myself, it's gonna be in my head. If they could give me like an Xbox or something or a PC in the That's room that I can play games on Bro, during if the they had a reality show with like Warzone or something, I'd be chilling. You know, I'd be booing. Period, period, do my period. do my thing. Damn. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Let's let's wrap it up. We've been talking a lot of shit today. I think we talk a lot, a lot of good shit. Education Quality. shit, culture Same. shit, and reality shit, okay? Thank you all again, always coming listening to the podcast. Love it's been you. another, it's been another Just North Mondays. Shout out to Steph for that hashtag. You know what I'm saying? One time, one time, one time. Shit, one time. Period. Period. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next week.